Hello and welcome to my podcast. My name is Dolly Berker and I'm so glad that you've joined me today. Um, I have something in my heart that I wanted to share with you. I'm just, um, you know, I'm always excited about what God's doing and I'm always trying to figure out, you know, how to grow and how to learn and how to go to the next level. And so he talks to me about all kinds of things through all types of illustrations. Well, today I just had the thought, you know, what came first, the chicken or the egg? And, you know, as Christians, we believe that the chicken came first because God created the animals and then he told them to be fruitful and multiply. Well, if you consider that as the way things are, when you see a wealthy person doing something, you know, there's been times in my life where I would look at somebody and think, well, if I had their money, I would do that too. But is that true or is the truth um, the fact that because of the type of person they are, that's why they have the money. And so I'm, I'm wanting to figure out how can I be successful in every area of my life? So if a wealthy person, um, the wealth didn't make them who they are. Because of who they are, they created the wealth. And that's the thing that so many of us don't understand. I was listening to a tape today by John Maxwell, and he talked about, you know, everybody that's not accomplishing their dreams, they literally sit back and they look at the people that are accomplishing their dreams and they think, um, oh, well, they got a break. They, this is overnight success. He said, I have never seen an overnight successful orchestra member. I have never seen an overnight success gold Olympic medalist. You know, the truth is, the people that are successful today have been working on self-development. They have spent time investing in their selves, investing in their lives. And then when they finally arrive, whenever they finally make it, everybody wants to look at them and say, oh, well, you know, they just had this, it was luck and things like that. And honestly, that might be offensive to them because most people who are successful did a lot to get there. And, um, but I want to present to you that it's not hard stuff that they did. You know, um, life is hard. Um, Maxwell explains this. I'm not sure which book. He, He explained that life is hard and it's hard for everybody. And there's two different ways that you can deal with it. You can either say, I'm going to take the steps that it takes to get myself under control, to discipline my lifestyle, to transform my thinking so that I can become what I want to be. Or you can take the easy way out now and say, well, I'll do it later. You know, I'll get around to that. I'm just going to rest right now. I'm really tired. I don't feel like doing these things. And so, but then you have to pay through a life of struggle and regret. And so it's going to be hard either way. And so I just want to present to you today that, you know, just take the aggressive um, route of deciding today where you're going to end up and then making that happen. You know, none of us get to choose our starting point, but all of us choose our finish line. And so I want to encourage you on this journey. I want to help you. I want to, I want to teach you everything that I've learned so far because as I do that, I'm, I'm sowing seed. And as I give away the knowledge that I'm figuring out and that I'm proving out and that I'm walking out, I have seed in the ground so that somebody else 
who's learning something and figuring something out will speak into my life and I will get to go even further. Amen. That's how it works. It's a, a kingdom of sowing and reaping. Um, you know, there's so many places in the Bible where um, there's references to trees. And I just want to hit on that for just a few minutes today because um, when God called me out of the church that we were in, we were just serving God in our church. We loved it. And God started showing me, I just started having this recurring dream over and over again that God was going to dig up this plant and walk over here to this desert and plant this flower. And by the end of the dream, that flower had turned into this huge tropical garden. And so then when he started um, telling me to go, um, leave my church and go and start start a church of our own in another town, <clears throat> you know, at first I was, oh, man, I don't know. I don't want to leave church. I love my church, you know. And I had to go talk to my pastor about it. And he told me, go, go, go. That's the Lord. So I went ahead and stepped out and did it. But the whole time I was thinking that the garden was this barren town that I came to. And and it's in a, in a lot of ways it was because the town was very um, it was very dry and barren, and today it is a flourishing little town, really growing quickly, and new industries coming into this town quickly, and um, things are really changing for them. Opportunities and jobs are becoming available, and and things like that. So it did manifest that way in the natural, but after further review, I realized that what was actually happening was God was sowing something in my life and it was going to take root and I was going to become a Garden of Eden. Just like, you know, the the chicken or the egg, I had to become a good full-blown chicken in order to produce an egg. And um, so I wanted to look at that today because you are the result of your most dominant thoughts. And if you are still thinking on a barren level, if you're still thinking, you know, of lack and what you don't have and how life is unfair, or even you're thinking, you know, you would like to have success, but, you know, there's there's other people who has more need than you have, and it would be, it would be better if you just, you know, don't be greedy and don't be... Um, I heard... I don't remember who it was. One of these speakers I listened to this week. I listened to so many, so many audiobooks and podcasts and stuff. I'm constantly trying to learn. But they said there was enough lumber already available right now for every family in this country to have a home the size of the White House. That much lumber is already manufactured and sitting somewhere. There is plenty We live in an abundant land. He said that there is already enough fabric and enough materials that every person in the world could be dressed better than Solomon in all of his glory. That that material is already processed and available. And so we get this lack mentality like somehow there's not enough for all of us. But I'm telling you, we are a, this is an abundant earth. There's plenty of room at the top. There's plenty of provision. Everything you need is available to you, and more can be manufactured, more can be produced so quickly. So I want to encourage you, 
to, to try to get in control of your thought life and not allow poverty and lack and scarcity to run your mind all day long. Um, anytime you're jealous or you're envious or things like that, that is a, a poverty mentality. You know, um, I have a saying that I wrote on an envelope that somebody said one time, I don't know who, but it was, I want for everyone exactly what I want for myself. I want for everyone exactly what I want for myself. And the reason that was profound for me at that time, and I look at it every day when I'm doing my makeup, is because that is an abundance mentality. That you recognize the fact that there's plenty of room for everyone at the top. There's plenty of resources for everyone to have the, the tools that they need to do whatever it is that they're called to do. There is plenty of provision. There is plenty of time for every person to be able to achieve what they desire to have. And if I can help people do that, that just puts me in an abundant position. And, and that helps me keep my mind in an abundant way. Um, you know, you're producing fruit and veg, I mean, you know, fruit in your life. And the Bible says the kingdom of God is within you. And, and Jesus refers to um, that, you know, he's the vine and you're the branches, you know, and you're supposed to be bearing fruit. You, you, he's literally um, comparing you to a tree that's going to produce fruit. Um, John the Baptist. Um, John the Baptist, he was talking and he said, repentance is the axe laid at the root. You know, when there's something growing in your life, some kind of envy or some kind of lack mentality or anything like that, that is literally a tree that is growing in your life. Somewhere along the line, you received, I had done that. I received um, religious teaching concerning finances and I was fully persuaded of it. And the only way I thought I would ever get wealthy is if God just did it for me. So I'm always begging God for the things I needed. And then one day somebody said, hey, you know, God's not Santa Claus and we're not making a wish list here. God already provided this for us and we are going to obtain the promises through faith. We are going to do something to make it happen for us. You know, the Bible talks about rooting out, pulling down, destroying, and then sowing and planting and, and re, um, rebuilding. And so that's a process that we do in our own lives. And it starts literally by getting in control of our thoughts, getting our thoughts to line up with what the will of God is. It's harder to do than you think. I used to think, well, I, heck, I can think about something, and, and I, but I didn't understand. I'm, I'm talking literally getting control of your thoughts. It's a little bit of work to do it. I mean, it's not physical work. You don't have to go hard labor. You don't got to get three jobs to do it. You need to just get in control of your thoughts. You need to make sure that your thoughts are lining up with what Jesus purchased for you. You need to make sure that your thoughts are producing fruit. And, and, and you know, God talks all the time about, um, you know, if, if this tree, he spoke to the tree and he cursed it at the root, it dried up. You know what I'm saying? There's things that you can do. I speak to when I'm having thoughts that are not lining up with abundance and success and, and um, 
influence so I can make a difference in the world. I have to I have to just I have to deal with them. I have to either own it, take responsibility for what I'm thinking and say, you know, God, I repent for that right now. I thank you that an axe is laid at the root of that tree and that you're cutting this negative thought out of my life. I don't know how it got in there, but I received it and it is in my heart and I want that out of my life. I don't want to deal with this. When I get angry with somebody and I'm really just stressed over something, you know, that's not God. That's not a tree I want growing in my life. And I have to take responsibility for my life. And I have to deal with um, the thoughts that I'm having. And whenever I'm sitting around and I'm trying to just, you know, think, you know, I take time out and I try just to think every day. And, and you can try it. Just say five minutes, 10 minutes, 30 minutes, set a clock, sit down somewhere and just think about your future and where you're going to end up and where you're going to be. And then pay attention to what you're thinking. And if it's not lining up with getting you to where you want to be, you need to deal with that. You can speak to that tree in the name of Jesus. I command you to be dried up from the root. Or if it is the right stuff, praise God, then you need to continue to flourish and feed those thoughts. You know, imagine even more. Put details with it and just really think about. Think about ways that that might could happen for you. Um, You know, they talk about your opportunities are coming past you every day, but you can't see them because your mind is not tuned into that frequency. It's kind of like whenever you decide what kind of car you want, or maybe maybe you've never seen this particular car, and you go out and buy one, and the next thing you know, you get home that night, and... There's 20 of them driving past your house. All of a sudden, that's the only car you can see on the road at all. And that's because you have tuned into the frequency of that car. Well, it's the same way with opportunities or with success. As you get tuned in to that lifestyle, all of a sudden, you'll start seeing the opportunities. All of a sudden, you'll start being able to partake of, of the connections that will help you get to where you're trying to go. Um, man, I'm, I'm just about out of time, but this is something I'm probably going to continue to talk about this for the next um, time or two that we're together. But I want to encourage you, take some time to think. And remember, it's not about trying to develop something outside of you. It's not about you trying to run around and get another job or running out there and having to get a big loan, getting yourself in a bunch of trouble so that you can try to do something. Start with learning how to get in control of your thoughts. Start with figuring out how to develop you, not anything outside of you. Develop you. And, and then you will have clarity on what you actually need to start doing. Amen. Well, um, listen, I love you. And I'm excited that you tuned in today. And I will talk to you again real soon. Bye.